Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You hear the the leftist of my voice, right? It's the leftist voice right now. You know, I had to take a sip of water and breathe because the topic that I'm going to talk about right now it may get me amped up. You know, we're talking about Mr. Playoffs himself, Ben Simmons, right? Okay, cool. All right. So the report is that people are what's it exaggerated about Ben Simmons sitting out the Nets elimination game tonight. All right, they're very angry. They're very uptight. Is the frustration justifiable? Um, he, whoever want to take this can take this, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. Uh, they they shouldn't be upset. The front over should be upset themselves. They get traded for a player who was not healthy. Like he he didn't play all season. And then on top of that, when you traded for him, you're thinking it was just a mental issue or he didn't want to play for the team. Now you realize he had a back issue this entire time, a back issue that Philadelphia has apparently documented as on and off throughout his entire year of his career in Philly. He had back flares. He had um, the back issue. Uh, now they feel that it was, it was a herniated disc and it wasn't ready to go for the, for the game. And I just don't understand how you're not ready when you haven't played in 11 months. I just don't understand it. But I've been saying this, like, how the heck are you hurt and you haven't been playing? What have you been doing that you are not ready to be on the court? You know, so it is what it is. Uh, and it's funny because the Nets are upset at Ben Simmons for not playing for whatever reason. Wait, what type of production do you think you're going to get out of a player who hasn't played game speed basketball in 11 months and you're just going to throw him into a playoff game? What did you expect to happen? Didn't make any sense. Um, The Nets front office should be embarrassed. They should definitely look at themselves as the mistake and the owner should fire everyone in front of us to their face, one by one. Come in my office, you're fired. Like, it, it does not make any sense that these guys traded for Ben Simmons to not play basketball, knowing his situation, knowing that they should have known his injury history already. They should have known that he had a back issue or whatever because the back issue didn't just pop up out of nowhere. You know, it just had to be lingering. It had to be an on-off thing. So they had to already know that information. They had to know that whatever else is going on. And on top of that, you traded for him. You traded James Barden who didn't want to be there because you didn't put the necessary assets around him to win games when they were on that 11-12 game losing streak. And in total, this is what you get. You know, this, this is the, the combination of the season, the combination of the last three seasons, this incompetent Nets organization. I don't know who's more incompetent, the Lakers or the Nets organization at this point. I'm super confused how both organizations who were respected at one point became the laughing stock of the league because of the inept moves and decision-making that they have. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, you know, I think it's not justifiable because for the reason being, you traded for a player who was not on the court at all this season. I think it's justifiable. You know, look, first off, I don't want to jam myself into a hole because there's some parts of Zay's statement that's absolutely correct. You know, so I don't want to put myself in a jam here. But from a preordained standpoint, it's not justifiable. For now, in this present time, it's justifiable. From a preordained standpoint that you had James Harden in your locker room, why the hell did you trade him? I don't care if the guy's getting on. I don't care if the guy's saying, trade me, get me out of here. What kind of power he has? I always said you should have kept him around, let him stick around and see Kevin Durant get back, see Kyrie Irving get back, and maybe that new profound desire to play with this team and win basketball games come back to James Harden, and now we're having a totally different conversation. I'd rather take my chances with chemistry issues with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant compared to just iso ball with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and Ben Simpson on the bench.
I'd rather take my chances with James Harden and that three because guess what? I have a, a resume that shows me that they can win with those three guys because clearly they were beating everybody ass with those three guys, even though they were playing no defense at all. From that preordained standpoint, yes, you know, it's not justifiable. But at the end of the day, they did what they had to do. Well, they did what they did, should I say. They, they traded, you know, um, James Harden. They got Ben Simmons in return. Now, from the justifiable standpoint, why are you not ready to go? And that's because I always go back to my statement when it comes to this whole player empowerment movement of the NBA where you got players sabotaging their own careers. Ben Simmons clearly knew he had a back issue before, but he didn't want to take care of that because he wanted to force his way out of the 76ers. So now that lingered by him sabotaging his career is sabotaging Nets. The same thing that they got with Harden, Harden, right? When he showed up overweight and still trying to show up in shape. And obviously that lingered into his injury with the hammy because like I said, he was durable until he started playing that game of showing up overweight so he can get traded. That's probably what ruined James Harden's career up to this point right now. And why he can't get past defenders like he used to in the paint, along obviously with the calls of the NBA this season and how they call in the game. When I go back to Ben Simmons, he said it himself. You know, I know a lot of people laughed at it about his IQ, but the guy is a floor general. He get guys open looks. He get guys three-pointers. He defends pretty well. It's hard to find guys that are willing to defend, right? He don't even have to do that much as a, as a defender. A lot of people say, oh, that is a challenging task to try to stop Tatum and Brown. No disrespect to those two ballers right now. They're playing lights out. But his physical attributes, all he got to do is stand in front of these cats. That's all he got to do is stand in front of these cats, contest shots at the perimeter, contest shots at the rim. That's all you need to do. But yet, you're sitting on the bench and you're seeing the struggling that's going on. You have to say to yourself as an athlete, I can be the difference. Maybe a lot of people don't see it that way. They see the Ben that missed the layup or didn't take the layup and, and the Ben that's scared to take the shot. But you as an athlete should know your strengths and weaknesses. And you should say, you know what? If I was there, maybe KD won't be as indecisive because I'm handling the ball. Maybe Kyrie Irving can get a good look. Maybe KD can get a good look. There has to be an urge that gets you back into the game and say, you know what? I can help this team. Let me make a name for myself. Let me change the mass perception of my game and my character right now with this team. That, that has to drive you. Look at all the smack people been talking. That doesn't drive you, bro? Like, you cool with that? You willing to stay on a bench with your lamb chop shirt and your lamb chop pants, you know what I'm saying, with your colorful um, colors looking like Wheezy from Dragon Tales, and you, you're fine to sit there, sunglasses on, digging in the scene with the gay Celine Brooklyn. Yeah, here we go. Loving the, the scene of Brooklyn, the DJ at the Barclays Center. No, get on the floor and help your team out. They're going to go home. But Ben Simmons, you watch from the sideline, bro. You allowed it to happen. You got to be the savior of this franchise. And what I mean by savior, I don't mean scoring the most points. Filling the gaps is what I mean. Clearly, he didn't fill that gap. And that's why this frustration is justifiable for me. Seconds before I start my take. <laughs> bring the brooms Dino, out tonight, baby. Dino got bring the, room. the brooms out. <laughs> it's time. The Celtics are closing out the Nets. This Kevin Durant has folded like a chair, and Kyrie has folded like a cheap suit. We got him. This is right where we want him. 3-0. The Celtics are coming to town. Anyways, getting on to Ben Simmons. The Nets had to make a move at the deadline with trading James Harden. He didn't want to be there. 
His contract is up. He wasn't going to stay. Harden had to go. And I feel like in the Ben Simmons deal, I feel like the Nets somehow still won the trade because they got Seth Curry, they got Andre Drummond, and they got Ben Simmons. And we knew Ben Simmons' situation with Philadelphia, with him being, you know, not playing and sitting out. And I thought it was like, you know, Ben Simmons was sitting out because he didn't want to play. And then all of a sudden he gets traded to the Nets. He's like, oh, yeah, I got some injuries. It's like, wait, what? Like, who? I, I didn't hear about this. And now Ben Simmons still hasn't played for the Nets. And you look at next year, though. Seth Curry stays, and who knows what Drummond's going to do, but if Kyrie resigns, you got Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and a healthy Ben Simmons. They still need that year where all of them can, like, click. And, you know, with the injuries the Nets had, Kyrie was out for some time. Kevin Durant was out for some time. So the Nets really haven't been, like, at full throttle all year besides the beginning of the year because, like, Kyrie couldn't play also because, like, you know, the vaccine was only playing road games, and it's like, we never saw the Nets full potential yet. And I think that next year, you know, if Kyrie stays and which I think he will, and you know, Ben's healthy and Kevin Durant plays, like we'd be like, Oh my goodness, like this team is scary. Because that's what it could be. But this year I feel like it's just like a lost season for the Nets. And I feel that um some of the blame has to go on the players, some of the blame has to go on Steve Nash, because right now, you know, all Celtics bias aside for me, Ime Udoka is out coaching Steve Nash. Yeah, you know, we took all three games so far, and Udoka's just out coaching them. And I feel like the Nets really have to look at themselves over this summer and be like, okay, either we got to we gotta fix some stuff internally or we just got to go out and we got to get players that are going to mesh better because it just looks like the Nets have no chemistry. Like, you look at, like, us for the most part. Like, yeah, do we have turnovers? Yes, but, you know, when we make passes, they're pretty much, for the most part, like, on target, on the money. We want it more. The Nets, they don't want it more. Their passes are like, you know, at players' feet at the three-point line. They got to pick it up, and they lose some time to get a, a spot-up shot. And just looking at that stuff, it's like, man, like they're playing like they're in L.A. fitness. Like it's like they don't want to be there. They just want the season to be over with already. And, and they um, You know, I, yeah, I just feel like the Nets are uh, they're in some trouble internally. And um, if Ben can't get healthy for uh, next season, they, they really got to consider looking at that trade because I still don't believe in Philly. Um, I haven't the last, you know, five, six years. But um, right now, Philly's sure looking pretty good with uh, a healthy James Harden and an unhealthy Ben Simmons now on Brooklyn. So, And Zay, you brought it up to me in the chat, and it was a good point. So I think it needs to be highlighted here on the show. You got your guy, Joel Embiid, with two ligaments that's out here hooping. That's trying to, you know, win, win a championship still. You know, he knows how valuable he is to his team, and he needs to be there. And Ben Simmons wears that urge. But I, I agree with, with Dino. I think the Nets next year will be a better year for the Nets. I'm not saying – I'm not going out on a limb and make predictions about championships or not, but I do think they should have championship aspirations. And I think this series is more of to me. And this is just being honest from a fan perspective of, of the NBA. I think this is more indicative of how Boston is and how good Boston is compared to how bad Brooklyn is. I really do think if the Brooklyn Nets played the 76ers in the first round, they'd take care of the 76ers in five games. I think if the Nets played Miami, considering what we know now with Kyle Lowry being hurt, I think the Nets edge out Miami. 
And I know Miami plays good defense. I know Miami got depth. I think they probably edge out Miami. But the Celtics is just too good. I think what they're doing defensively, I've never seen KD being put in a blender like this before, like how he is right now. I think it's more indicative. And I'm not saying this because Dino is the resident Celtics fan. This is with my own two eyes. The Celtics are the team to beat, in my honest opinion, in the East. They've been playing the best basketball of any team in the NBA thus far. Real quick, just before we, we get out here, I just want to make a quick point. The Nets are not winning in next year either. Just because they have a lot of things going on in this roster that they need to address. Bruce Brown's a free agent next season. He's not going to command that $4 million, especially the way he's playing in this playoff. He's averaging 18 points a game, 58 from the field goal percentage, and 50 from the three-point line. Score. So he's he's doing a lot He's doing a lot right now for this Nets team, and he's asked to do a lot more than previous teams. He's going to command a bigger contract than just bare minimum. Same thing with Andre Drummond. He's on a thing of... Uh, a low-end contract as well. His contract is up. The Nets have a lot of decisions to make this offseason, and it's been too many seasons already where we're going to say, oh, next season looks better, the next season looks better, when the Eastern Conference has gotten better since KD and Kyrie Irving arrived on, on, on the Brooklyn Nets. It's looking like any team is not afraid to go at them and beat them up. So why would I go to this team and I could go to Golden State and take a pay cut? Or I go to Memphis Grizzlies and take a pay cut? Or I could look at Miami Heat. I like the weather down there, and I like what they have as a coach. I could take a pay cut down there. There's so many teams right now that look like a better championship team or championship contender than the Nets just because KD and Kyrie is there. And when you look at how they play each season, KD and Kyrie are taking almost a month or more off. Not not because they're, they're taking a break, but it's because they're hurt. So why would I want to go to a team where these guys are hurt and I have to take a pay cut and then on top of that, lose games potentially when I can go to these other teams that are winning championships or winning games or even look at the Nuggets who have... a Basically, Jokic is an MVP, and they need another guy. I can go over there and, and help them win a championship. It's just KD and Kyrie are no longer the upper echelon of superstars in the league or top towns in the league where they want to take pay cuts to go play with them. I would just say this, and I'm going to end off here. Let's not throw shots at Brooklyn, bro. We for Brooklyn here. Miami may be good. It may have the palm trees. It may have the women, the party life, the, the, the lifestyle. But Brooklyn ain't no place like Brooklyn. Ain't no place. They call Brooklyn the planet. Okay, and right now, Brooklyn has the two, you know, superstars on their team, and that's the core base with a young player with a lot more to prove in his NBA tenure in Ben Simmons. Okay, we may see this Ben Simmons be a totally different Ben Simmons. You know, I, I pray for the day I wake up and I see Ben Simmons shooting from the logo, bro. I pray for the day I wake up and see this dude coming out here like Steph and jacking up for the logo. I think there's still more for Ben Simmons. He's still young. A lot more to prove. We'll see if he proves it. But right now, I can assure you, anybody that's either a Nets fan or a fan in general of the NBA should be frustrated with Ben Simmons not being ready to go. And that's just what it is. Can you dig it? Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Be a dig.